This is a Be Groovy or Leave production. Head to BeGroovyOrLeave.com to discover the best in new music. Now on with your show. Welcome to Life on Music. I'm your host, Jesse Napper. If you're new to the show, this is the show where I chat with a different musician or band each week, all about music. And this week, I am chatting with Sally, Oscar, and Ollie from Sal and Amanda's, who are a three-piece pop-punk band, and they've been playing a lot of shows over the last year, and they've put out an EP and a couple of other singles, which I would recommend. And they have a show coming up actually on the 4th of October at the Factory Theatre in Sydney. So if you are in Sydney, you can check that out. But let's jump into the chat with Sally, Oscar and Ollie from Sal and Amanda's. So we have Sally, Ollie and Oscar from Sal and Amanda's with us. How are we all doing today? We are good. Hello. Thank you for having us on the show. No problem. You're all coming to us from the Mandamobile, I can see. Yeah. Oh, that's what it's called now. There's actually 15 more of us packed in the boot. <laughs> Are the, um, One section. Big, very oh, good, big standard lineup. I think you, you guys are doing a, a bit of a rehearsal today. Is that right? Yeah, we're at 3x3 three three Studios in, where are we? Waterloo. <laughs> and, um, nice. Yeah. It's our first time here. Yeah. And, uh, it looks to be a lot similar to the rehearsal studios we were rehearsing in in, in Japan, mm. which are mind blowing, by the way. So awesome! This is a whole different way of doing it to how <laughs> how we often rehearse here, and it's such a good system. But we can get into that later. Yeah, three by three. Hopefully, it stands up to uh, yeah reputation. Yeah, not sponsored. Yeah. Not sponsored, but no, three by three. Here. If you're listening. We love Please you, sponsor <laughs> Sal and Amanda's and my podcast. We all want, <laughs> we all want money. <laughs> so how is it different from how you would usually rehearse? You said it was a bit different. So we're only just getting back into rehearsals since we got back from Japan in February, just because of COVID, obviously. Yeah. But pre-Japan, we were rehearsing a lot in our space at the university, and that was great mainly because it was free, um, but these two have both graduated and I'm pretty much done as well. So we're looking for a, uh, another space. And when we're in Japan, 24 hours a day, you can book a space in pretty much every little like suburb they'll have rehearsal spaces because everyone's living in apartments. No one has a place of their own that they can rehearse. So uh yeah. These rehearsal spaces are huge uh, in terms of they'll be big, but they'll have lots and lots of different studios within it. And they'll have like a, a Yamaha stage custom or some like really nice Gretsch drums in there. And then they'll also have like a like a Marshall 4x10, a, an Ampeg like 8x10, just ridiculously nice gear. And it's and, all set up where you're ready to go. Yeah. You just go in, you plug in, you play, like it's awesome. And it, and it'll be like twenty bucks an hour or like fifteen dollars an hour or something ridiculously cheap. Um, just because there's so so many of them, there's so much competition that the prices go down, which is really cool. So uh, when we came back here, it was pretty much COVID. We snuck in one gig before the lockdown came in, but uh, yeah, we weren't really able to rehearse until kind of recently, and 
now that we're all out of uni, we're giving a few rehearsal spaces a go. Especially we're, because we've got a gig coming up. Yeah, we've got to get out got to get out playing back together. I'm, <laughs> I'm learning my instrument from scratch pretty much. I was actually wondering for a while there. I hadn't seen anything. I obviously hadn't seen a lot from anyone, but there wasn't a lot going on on your social media. So I was like, we're selling the man. Make us look mysterious. Or yeah. We, or we yeah, that's worry. it. I was just worried. I was getting in touch with the authorities. Um, <laughs> I haven't heard from my favorite band in a while. <laughs> there was we like, you know, if you really want to know the goss, like, and you can you can call this podcast like the real goss of Salamanders or something real, like, because yeah. we had some major fights. Like we were just <laughs> we were head to head for months. Like we like hated each other. We still kind of hate each other, you know. Like no, no I'm joking. Oscar stole all our money and from all our record sales and classic Oscar. And our record label dropped us. And yeah, I think you know. Like, I don't know. I honestly think we just forgot to post on Instagram for like three months. <laughs> I can I can feel that. But now we've been posting heat. Now yeah. we're back on back on top of it. We're back on it. We're making up for lost time. Yeah. Yeah. And the only content we would have had to share was like having a beer. <laughs> Can't get into our rehearsal space at the moment. Still this no is what head. we're doing. <laughs> Those salamanders are drunks. that's all people would have thought that's why we just went AWOL (laughs) private (laughs) you guys do have a gig coming up like you mentioned you're playing I've got to hear the Factory Theatre on the 4th of October which is I don't know what the date is now so it's um it's pretty soon yeah Um, it's Sunday but it's a long weekend so so, yeah you have a day to recover Yeah. yeah But yeah, it's gonna be really fun. It's like a um a thing that Factory Theatre are putting on um called Sunday set lists. I think uh-huh. so it's gonna be every Sunday, and we're just really lucky that ours falls on a long weekend. And it's gonna be kind of like a little bit of a festival setup. Like there's a few different stages and a couple different sessions. Uh-huh. There's like an afternoon session. We're playing the six to nine session on the big stage, which is very 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 exciting. And ticket sales are going really well, which is awesome. Hopefully, like people are just keen to get out to see gigs again. And um, yeah, we're, we're super stoked for. I've seen you a couple of times. It's been a, it's been a while now. Maybe, maybe like a year now since I've seen you live. I'll definitely recommend checking it out. I think even if you you weren't that into the music, you could still enjoy it. Yay! But come along. <laughs> I I will. Like I said to you last time, Oscar, I'll definitely maybe be there. Yeah. Actually, I wanted to um, fill in on that. We had Oscar on the the show recently, a few yeah. a few weeks ago. You were promoting a gig that you didn't know when it was on. And yeah. I know we do now know when it's on now, so maybe you can fill in the fans who are listening. I mean, super they... quickly because I don't want to take away from Sound on the Manders stuff, but sure. it is now definitely happening on the 6th of October. So you can come to Sound on the Manders on the 4th, and then recover over the 5th, oh, and then come on the 6th. It's going to be a 6th gig. Oh! <laughs> oh, the puns. That was so quick. Thank you. How does she do it? How does she do it? This car doesn't run on petrol. It actually just runs on (laughs) C-grade pubs. Yeah, that's yeah. So that's happening, which is which is very exciting about. So yeah, two of my biggest gigs of you know of recent (laughs) within three days is mega, especially with such a big gap as well. Mm, Yeah, no, it's good to get back into it. And with the with the Salamanders gig, I know you, 
you've kind yeah. of only started rehearsing recently, I think. But is there any any things that you're going to bring differently to the show or any new songs, anything like that? Yeah, we've got a couple new songs, which is really, really exciting. We're, we're really excited about it, to be honest. Like, it kind of was funny because we, like, took a bit of a break and we were just chilling for a while. And then it felt like rehearsals kind of opened up again and we just, like, wrote this one song really quickly and we're all really like digging it. So we're going to play that one and hopefully like we can get, like we've got a couple of others in the work. So hopefully we can kind of incorporate them as well. But yeah, so there'll be some old bangers and then yeah. a, a few new things, which will be really fun. Just on that on the new song, there's, I've got a demo that Oscar put together and I've got it sitting in my iTunes library. And for some reason, there's a glitch that whenever I play this one song, even if I don't have looping turned off, it just loops it on repeat and repeat and repeat. Right. And I still haven't gotten it. sick of it. Sal's, yeah, Sal's written a bloody oh. banger. It's insane. It's like iTunes already knows that it's a banger. You'll so. definitely want to be at this gig to hear the first playing of this. In fact, you should check in with us after our rehearsal right now to see if we're still excited about it. Yeah. What time does the rehearsal finish? I'll I'll shoot you all a message. <laughs> yeah, if we look terrified, we're not being held hostage. We're just terrified for the show. Cut out all this stuff if if we come back and we're like, no, 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 I'll just I'll just dump the episode. Um, <laughs> it's easier than editing. You talked a little bit about how you were in Japan. Was it earlier this year? Was it? Yeah, so we were in Japan. It was like in, three years ago. Oh, my God, it was like <laughs> yeah. so long. We were in Japan in like January and February, um, and it was so much fun. We got a grant to go over and do a tour there, and we did a couple school like band workshops and stuff as well while we were there, which was super fun. And when we met some really cool um, bands there, like Elizabeth 8 and Akabani Volgas on Strong Bypass, they're really awesome, awesome We, we were just on that. Bands. Sorry, sorry to cut in, but... That, that second band, Akabane Vultures on Strong Bypass, we were like, what does that mean? And and we got to, we got the opportunity to, to ask them and they were like, yeah, we have no idea. We just it like just how it cool. sounds, <laughs> <laughs> which is the most punk thing. And they were the most punk band. They were awesome. Yeah, yeah. so, so cool. I'll um, send you a link, Jesse. It's, it's yeah, insane. they're really awesome. But, yeah, we just had, we had the best time. It was really fun. We ate heaps of ramen. We carried our instruments on subways a lot, on very busy subways. We were actually, just before this, we were looking at some old videos from subways in Japan and we were, like, freaking out because we were watching these videos and it was, like, we were, like, packed in, like, sardines and I was, like, that's not very COVID safe. Like, watching that, like, stresses me out now. Like, <laughs> we were all just, like, this with all these random people. Like, closer than we are right now. Yeah. I I actually find that like kind of watching movies as well. I'm I'm looking at through the kind of social distancing lens and, yeah. um, and all the restrictions we have. Someone will be like, "I'm going over to England this week," and I'm like, "No, you're not. It's not safe. <laughs> just just you not safe. We'll take it. I forget, <laughs> I forget that there was a time not that long ago when we could uh, do a bit more things. Yeah, but. Apart from eating ramen, do you have any kind of rock and roll stories from from your trip? One time I went to bed, um, which isn't the rock and roll part, but then I heard Ollie come home at like 3 o'clock and then I went out to go to the bathroom and Ollie was on the floor in the lounge room and he was just like, do you want some chicken nuggets? I thought that was pretty rock and roll. I was like, yeah, you just went out, you've got your nugs, like 
that's, that's solid. A few um, drinks in there as well. So that sound <laughs> Amanda's a drunks thing that you said earlier. Is, yeah. Hey, I don't know about you guys, but I went to bed that night. That's fair. Just I Amanda's didn't, a drunks. I didn't go out. But, um, but we had our last show in Japan was felt very rock and roll. It was really cool. That was when we played with Akabane Volga's on Strong Bypass and Elizabeth 8. It was so much fun and we had a green room and it was the first gig where we haven't gotten onto the stage from where the audience is standing. Like we got to walk through the hallway onto the stage. Awesome setup. Like the sound was so cool. The gear was amazing. And we had to be up at four to fly to Singapore the next morning. But it was it was just like so much fun. Like it was it was the most rock and roll gig we've yeah. played. I think it was that was really cool. Yeah. That was one of our biggest, you know biggest productions of, of, a, of a gig i'm pretty right. sure factory will pass that like our gig yeah later, yeah which true. will be very exciting but That's yeah that was, we had backstage passes and everything yeah i've still got one on the wall yeah i've got mine on my wall yeah it's awesome we had a lighting we had a lighting technician yeah that which, was was, cool. which is just wild did wonders for our ego yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> And it did wonders for our ego until we were going around Japan at like 12 o'clock at night trying to return like the guitar that I was borrowing and like all this stuff so that we could get on this flight in the morning. And I was like, would have been a little bit more rock and roll if we had like roadies or something. Yeah. But like, cool, like this is this is good. Yeah. Or if we'd stolen the gear. Yeah, <laughs> or if we'd stolen the gear. We'll get there eventually. Yeah. We're, we're nice punks, you know. We're, yeah. we're we don't want to hurt nobody. <laughs> We're punks, but we don't we don't want to cause a scene. <laughs> yeah. No, that's not us. I feel like that's a merch. That's a great merch. Like the, <laughs> True. We're punks, but we don't want to cause a scene. But it's it's pretty cool. You went to so you went to Japan and it's kind of within your first year of being a band, if I'm right. Yeah, yeah I think it was kind of in the first year or eighteen months of playing together, yeah. Definitely a very quick thing for a new band to do. We've moved very quickly. Yeah. You know, like, you know, there was no, like, taking it slow. We were just, like, single, EP, two music videos, tour to Japan, (laughs) Aussie tour. (laughs) Like, yeah, but it's fun. It's really, really fun. The COVID break has been slightly welcomed because it meant we could all kind of just be. Have a bit of a break, yeah. Yeah. Breathe for a sec. But We're back at it. Hope you're enjoying the chat so far. Just breaking it up as always to let you know. If you wanted to check out Sound and Amanda's music, you can head to Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you stream music or wherever you buy music, you'll find it there. And you should also check out their socials as well, Facebook, Instagram. They tell me they're starting a TikTok as well, so check that out. All the details for the socials in the description of this episode. And you should also check out the socials for Life on Music as well. Again, linked in the description of the episode. Or you can follow Life on Music wherever you're listening right now to hear the episodes when they're first released. But let's jump back into the chat with Sal and the Manders. I guess we should should um, maybe talk about the songs that you've got out. Yeah. The first song I heard, just because it was the first song you had out, was Smash Repairs. Yeah. Kind of was yeah. listening to it. I was going to see you guys play. You were supporting Tiani. Yeah, I was kind of like, I should probably check out the other bands on the on the train ride there. You know, 
just uh, i can learn i can learn the words in like a an hour train trip for sure for a couple of bands yeah it was definitely like stood out to me out of the the songs that i was kind of checking out on that train ride but i was kind of just listening back um leading up to the interview it's kind of a bit i know it's similar similar to other music but a bit more of a horn section in there um would you ever consider going back to something like that we definitely wouldn't not consider it but we're just (laughs) (laughs) definitely maybe like like we love a good horn section we love all that stuff Mm -hmm. but with the newer stuff that we've been writing I I do kind of feel like we're taking a bit more of like a pop punk direction and we're really loving like the upbeat kind of dancey vibes um and yeah I don't know I guess we'll just like see where it takes us but at the moment the stuff we're writing right now is pretty different to smash repairs which I think is a good thing because we're kind of like just working through all the all the different ways that we write to kind of like hone our sound, I guess. Yeah, and, and while yeah. COVID is a thing, it's good to have. It's good that it's just the three of us in the band at the moment. We do mm-hmm. have a um, a horn section that we we play with on occasion that, that have their own thing called Dogma. They've played live with us as well, which is so so it much awesome. fun. But there, I think there's like eight of them, so we become a ten piece or an eleven piece pretty quickly, which is <laughs> which is great when there's not a global pandemic. But at the moment, it's 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 just the three of us keeping it. COVID safe. And also it's hard because once you play a song with the horn section, every time you play it after that, it's not like it's not the same. quite as fun. Like right. now we play the songs that we played with Dogma and we're like... It's missing horns. It's missing horns. <laughs> <laughs> I, I definitely think it, it's um, cool as a three-piece. Sometimes the less people you have, the, the bigger it can be in a way, if that makes any sense. That makes sense. I don't know. That's what I've. I, I haven't seen you with the um the brass, so I'll hold my opinion until I've I've seen that. So far, what I've seen, all good. Aww. Only one thumb up. I sometimes give the double, and only got the one that time. After that, not not too long after, you released your your EP, uh, just called Sal and Amanda's. Again, really enjoyed that. I I think I've probably told you this before, but my my favorite on there is um gone out of my head right now. That's how much I love it. <laughs> What's the last track again? It's just, it's just, it's just left Matilda. Matilda. I knew it was a name. It just had left me. Yeah, I was kind of thinking about it listening when I was listening to it last night, trying to describe how it makes me feel. And what I kind of came up with, with was, it makes me want to fuck shit up, but in the most positive way possible. Yeah, that was the vibe I was going for. Yes, we nailed it. Um, so well done. Uh, that gets the double thumbs up. Yes. yes, you've done it. I can sing most of it in French too. I can poorly, very poorly, but, but Matilda was featured in a French short film right. fairly recently, and they asked us if we could um, record it in French. Right, and so I learned it in French, and then they ended up using the English version probably because my French was pretty bad. But regardless, we still sing the second verse in French sometimes when we play it live because it's fun. I don't know if I've told you guys, but it's doing like the international rounds now and getting a lot of, not the song. I mean, the song is as well by default, but the short film is getting like a shit ton of awards. That's very exciting. So we're getting played all over. That is very exciting. And just another another question about one of the songs on there, I suppose the most different from all the songs is Home, which is more of a hmm. acoustic-y, maybe even folky kind of thing. Is that important to you to have kind of something to break up the album or the EP a little bit? 
Yeah, well, we kind of had home and and wanted to to put it on the EP, and I guess we kind of didn't really put it on there with the intention of like breaking things up with the slow song, but it was just one of the songs that we knew we wanted on there, and it's actually turned out to be, I guess, like one of our most popular. I think it's our most like, played. On yeah, Spotify. which is really nice, and I think like it is important to like break things up a bit, and when you're playing like a a live show it can sometimes be really nice to like take a step back from like loud and fast songs all the time yep. and just like slow it down. And it can be like, I remember when we played it in Canberra, there was a few people there who like knew the words and stuff. And like Canberra is my home. I wrote it about Canberra and like, it was just like a really beautiful moment to like stop playing really loud stuff for two seconds and like just kind of have, it just like felt like a really nice, like audience musician moment. Like it was, it was really cool. So yeah, we love that one. I remember you playing it when, I interviewed you once on radio and it was, I don't know, I felt it was even better the, the live version than the recorded Aww. version. But yeah, that was very fun. It was a bit more intimate, a small room. Yeah. Again, not safe these days. And I also remember you playing at the gig you did at this, uh, was it Golden Age Cinema? Oh, yeah. I kind of remember, I think yeah. you started off with that just to kind of get the audience. Oh, yeah. In. Yeah, I remember Which that. A couple. Sick numbers at the beginning, yeah. yeah. Some wholesome vibes. Are we doing that this gig coming up? Doing home? home, yes. We are playing home at this upcoming gig, so on the fourth at Factory Theatre. Very cool. So, if you've been stuck in your home for the last four months, here's a song to I'm remind gonna, you of that. I'm definitely going to make that joke. <laughs> Everyone's sick of your home. Here's a song called Home, <laughs> and yeah, also, also with that one. I I saw a video of you playing it on on your Facebook page, um, solo acoustic again, and I think it said you'd written it in, I think it said 2014. Yeah, um, I wrote it a really long time ago. Is there a lot of songs like that that you have where they're kind of old and they kind of make it into your set? Yeah, um, home I think might be the oldest, and then um, smash repairs and stoic soul. I think I wrote in. Uh, maybe 2015. Right. And so I like, I guess we kind of, oh, and Honey Blood as well. Like we kind of um took the song, like I kind of took all the songs that I already had to the band, like to start right. with, it was like a good place to go off. And I always intended to like bring those songs to a band. They were never meant to be solo right. songs. So, so yeah, so I, I guess we kind of started with that. Um, Matilda was new and like so much of our other songs now, like we've written like together or like Oscar's brought a couple and, you know, but yeah, there, there are a few that are oldies. You guys all met at the, the con, I, I believe. And I think Oscar had mentioned that he was above you in uh, the, the next year or like a semester ahead or something. How did, how did you meet up with Oscar? We were all in an ensemble class together mm-hmm. and I was playing guitar and singing a little bit, I think. And um, Oscar was on bass and keys and Ollie was on drums. And I played with Ollie previously and I really liked playing with Ollie and um, I was just kind of after a bass player. And then I asked Oscar if he'd be interested and he's always keen for bringing everything. So mm-hmm. um, he said yes. And I was like, these guys are the coolest guys ever. And then we became a band. So, yeah. It seems like, um, unless it's an act, seem all kind of really close friends and that kind of sets a good vibe for the gigs and the music, I think. 
but yeah, thanks. Thanks for joining me this week. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for listening and thank you to Sal and Amanda's for chatting with me this week. Don't forget to check out Sal and Amanda's wherever you buy or stream music. And if you're in Sydney, you can check them out at the Factory Theatre on the 4th of October. You can find all the details for that on their socials, which I've linked in the description of this episode, along with the socials for Life on Music. And if you want to hear the episodes when they're first released, you can subscribe to Life on Music wherever you're listening right now. But that's all for this week. Until next week, goodbye. Life on Music was brought to you by Be Groovy or Leave. Head to BeGroovyOrLeave.com to discover the best in new music.